I've hopped my watch. We're enough Spanish here for tonight. Thank you, sir. Just make sure I give it back to you, okay? Don't be shy. Can you close the door, please? It's okay, it's alright. It's alright. But it's working. I shook it. You shook it. I'll make a few cookies. It's like a good old time machine. Okay. Yeah. Should I make it? No, no, it's okay. Sometimes you have to shake someone up. That's really what it is. A little bit of force never hurt anybody. Unless, of course, you can get sued for it. Okay. Now, we're in the middle of a subject, and we'll be in this subject for a few more weeks, at least, unless you're sick of it, if you're tired of it. So tell me, okay, because we have to choose between doing a little, you know, superficially a couple more things or better things that are, like it just takes longer. We're not wasting any time. But if you get tired, tell me, and I'll switch. It's okay. I have no... Uh, So we're talking about focus. And we said last time that the training ground for focus is Tila. Remember we spoke, we spoke uh, quite at length, relatively speaking, about how important in my life it is to be able to focus. I made a very big mistake flying to Toronto. I took a direct flight. Taking a direct flight to Toronto, much better than going through New York. Oh no! Going back, I went to New York, from Montreal to New York, rather than Montreal to Toronto. You'd have to cross the border. Now, I wanted to see my son. That was the reason that I did it. A few hours. But I realized afterwards, oh, what a difference. One's a 747, and one is a 757. What's this? Two Nafka mean in a 757. 757, the business seat is the same as an economy seat. It's just more comfortable, it's more paid, and it's bigger, but it goes back not that much. And it goes under not that much, a little bit more. So you can't sleep. Yeah? Big chisarn. But there's an even bigger chisarn. There's a screen right in front of you. Yeah? On the 747. So everybody has their own. They could pick whatever poison they want. So I could pick no poison. Yeah? But I had to sit there in front of a screen. Now, look, I did things. I, you know, I got last minute what I was supposed to speak about in Montreal. So I did share, I did that, you know. But you need big records. You have to be in front of a screen and just not, never, ever look. Yeah? Even Rashiv, the famous Maisa with, with the airplane. So, there are different levels of focus. The higher you could focus, 
the better your life is, the more well used your life is. You can think about what you want to think about. No one can distract you. And focus is like a laser beam. It's the same light, except it's focused. We spoke about the ability to focus, how important that is. Uh, as far as Shmir say, Nayim. As far as, you know, you have your world. No one's going to can force their world on you. Yeah? And then we spoke about tefillah. And we said that the reason tefillah is, is a good place to begin, and we said we always start at places that are easier, is because there's a track already. There's a, there's a track. There's what to think about. You don't have to, it's like between having to write your own essay, and um, what they call in Ivrit, Sheet Amerikait, Sheet of Americans, is a multiple guess, a multiple choice. Yeah? That's Sheet Amerikait. Yeah? So I have in front of me that, so it's much easier to, to focus, to say, it's like you line up. Oh, that's him. Oh, that, that's him. You know, if I have a prompt, it's much easier. So it feels a prompt. Yeah, it's a, it's a path. It's a, it's a highway. And the altar says openly that that feel is a is a way to learn menuchas hanefesh. Menuchas hanefesh. We spoke about that. This is focus produces menuchas hanefesh. Menuchas hanefesh produces focus. So I wanted to touch on a different Nakuda tonight, which is uh, from a number of places. Chaim uh, Friedland, as the Levocha mentions it. It's a very important subject. You know, <coughs> human beings, healthy human beings, are part seichel and part regish part intellect and part emotion. And we've spoken in the past of this emotion and intellect, etc. A healthy person has both together. Emotion gives energy and intellect gives direction. And a healthy person, where do I want to go? Where my intellect wants me to go. Because only the intellect knows the future. Look, where are you going to get if you do this? But emotion is energy. I once interviewed a bacha for yeshiva, so I told her not to take him, which is a very hard thing for him to handle. Yeah? Because he loves everybody, and he does, and he's amazing. I said he's a kaisen. So I called the father out into the street. I said, your son's a kaisen, isn't he? I said, he is, okay, yeah. It's clear. A kaisen is someone whose emotion directs his intellect. That's what a kaisen is. The emotion takes over the intellect, tells the intellect what to do. Taiva, the emotion takes over the intellect. Someone I know who's not so from, he talks to girls, but he won't touch them. Why? Not, not because of uh, halacha reasons, because it clouds his intellect. I may end up meeting the wrong person and getting involved with the wrong person. It touches your emotion. It's stupid. It's also Osir. It's also Bizraya Dagu Arois. It's also Ayag Valyavar. But to him, that's not the intelligent person. He says, if I touch, I'm going to get caught up and my judgment will be cloud. Forget it. I want to make sure I marry the right person. It's stupid to touch. Stupid. Forget about Osir. 
I mean, don't forget about that. It's also, but it's it's also stupid. So Taiva clouds the emotion. But there's one place, especially, but in many places, but in our subject where the emotion is very important, and that's tefillah. Tefillah is avoid that's our life. So when we talk about focusing, now we can learn, and maybe we will learn how to focus on anything. How do you focus? How do you, f- on an object? But we're, to, we, we're picking tefillah now, these weeks, as a tool. No. Uh, uh, look, you have to focus to daven properly. So part of the mitzvah of tefillah is that hergish. But usually, emotion is, is at odds with intellect. Like in the examples we gave. Oh, we are supposed to work together, and that's the, that's the finest human being, someone who uses his seichel and his regish, and the seichel is in control. Like Rav Miller used to say, Hashem, my nefesh, go praise Hashem with excitement. Halali, he's giving direction, or Shuvi nafshi limnu He's giving his nefesh a directive. I remember Rebetzin Haleh Shalom, Rebetzin Wasserman. So she was the only member of her family to survive World War II. Everyone else was killed. She had one piece of jewelry from her mother. It wasn't expensive jewelry. Her parents were very poor. He was the Rav of Navaritic. Okay? And they were visiting Los Angeles after they had already moved her to Israel, and someone stole it. And she was beside herself with Sarah. It was the last tangible connection to her family that you could touch. One day we could talk about what, what a sentimental object does for you. It's a whole subject. So she was beside herself for a day or two, and then Rebbe Zechayin Levachasetah, Siganuk, it's enough. And she stopped. She was his biggest Talmud. Stop, finish, stop. Just stop. How do you just stop? Someone, uh, David Fox, was having trouble with the mission of Rura. So she walked by the office. He was waiting for Rabbi to talk to Rabbi. And said, What's the problem? He said, There's something in the mission of Rura. I can't understand the Russian t- the abbreviation. She said, "Let me see." She said, "Let me see it." So he says, "Chesav, achoch mesodem." No, no, no. It's not that because it doesn't say that in the chach mesodem. <laughs> and then she like betrayed herself. They were both geniuses at you know hiding themselves. She said, "Oh, I'm going to Shiva." But it slipped out. It's not chayyot. It's on the spot. She stopped immediately. That's the seichel. Doesn't mean the regish wasn't the regish. I know. The idea that she carried the tzar around with her for family. But she's able to stop. That's the pillar. The epitome. That's the 
the the high point of a human being who has a regesh, but it's run by the sechel. That's a healthy person. So in davening, what we're going to talk about tonight for a few minutes is that type of focus where I have regesh, I have regesh, but it's controlled by the sechel. You should ever have to Menachem Avel. You know what you do at Menachem Avelim? You keep your mouth shut. And sometimes you let some tears down your eyes. Western civilization says it's not manly to cry. It's not true. It's very manly to cry. As long as you control it. Rav Matasyo Shlita said, what does the Rebbe want from a Jewish heart? To go from a Shiva call to a Shiva Brachis. And be Besimcha. Besimcha. I, ten minutes ago, you were sitting and crying with someone. It's not a steer. When Tisha B'Av comes out, when sorry Shabbos, five minutes ago, it was Shabbos. And now, it's Tisha B'Av. It's two different things. I told you once, we were sitting, starting to sing, Al Nara's Bavel. I saw, you know, and we shalashudis. Shiva what he didn't speak and Shabbos. Shabbos. It's our veil And another few minutes will be Tishabov. So, but not now. This this emotion that's controlled by the sechel. That's a magnificent person. That's the tukud over here. We said last time that I believe that it's too hard to go through all the details of every word of Shmonesri right away and understand them. But before you begin, I told you to take one bracha. Is that right? One bracha. And imagine before and what you're going to say, what it's about. And this bracha, I'm going to ask for Binyan Yushalayim. Then he asked for it. And this bracha, I'm going to praise HaKadosh Baruch Hu for being a benevolent gibar. Agibus Machayimesim, Mata Asurim, Samech Neiflim, Raifichailim. Ah, that's a Gvura. Even though human Gvura is the opposite. I'm going to do that. I'm deciding before, and that's my macro. But now we're going to add another point, which he talks about. But it's not just him, I saw in other firms. The koyach of regesh can only come from a picture. It can't come from an idea. In the Ksava Kabbalah, this was a, he was in Germany, he was a contemporary of Reb Shem Shonafal Hirsch. He said, Tzura, um, Surah means a form. A Yetzirah, a Yetzirah type doesn't mean, Yetzirah means what kind of form do you give it? You have the same thing, one person will give it a negative form, one person will give it a positive form, it's a Tzior. So he says you can't feel emotion to an idea. For instance, love, hate. Love and hate doesn't get me emotional, it's an idea. It's purely intellectual. But if you have a picture of Shimon, who you hate, then you could feel sinner. If you see a picture of Shimon who you love, then you feel love. You need a picture. Once in a while, 
person needs to give a look. Over here, I don't need to do it anymore, but I have it in my repertoire if I need it. But over here, I never need it again. Thanks to my two favorite words in the English language. Yeah? Yeah, you see this hat? It's a hat, right? Okay, I won't try it on any of you because you won't like it. Huh? Huh? Is there any volunteers? Huh? <laughs> How did that feel? Uncomfortable. What? Well, uncomfortable. Yeah, and you knew it was a it was a saga, right? Please forgive me if I embarrassed you. Forgive me? Yeah. Okay. Take four. <laughs> yeah? What did I do? I love this boy. I really do. So what do you do? You think about you think of a picture of a Gestapo officer. That's what you do. Now you shouldn't do this. He says uh, this is just uh, dated already. Yeah. You'll never see me, and you'll never see me using. Yeah. But that's you think about a Gestapo officer. Then you then you could really be you know you could feel something. Yeah. Picture. And if I know. Picture of a person who's sick. I went to be Mavaka Chayla, a Jew in Chosarotskin. He's missing, they cut off the bottom of his feet. So he's like, you know, about that much after his knee, and that's about it. So he's doing exercises, learning how to get out of bed. It's a trick to get out of bed, especially if you're weak and you're sick and you've just been operated on. He had to do, you know, I think 13, 14, 15, lifting himself up on one side and letting himself down again. Now, for us, it's like not much of an exercise. Yeah? But you sort of strain. And then he moved from his bed to his wheelchair by himself. So I said to him, usually in Bikr Chaylam, you come to give someone chizuk, but you're giving me chizuk. Wow, it's a keyboard. Mm -hmm. A few weeks ago, he was deathly ill. Couldn't even speak. Just later. That's good. So when you think about Rufa'i, no? You can think about Tzviyeliyob and Chana Basheva. Wouldn't hurt you to say his name. You think about him? Or a loved one who's sick. A picture. Or Goel Yisrael. Kabes Nidcha Yisrael. There's a Jew named Jonathan Pollard. Everybody knows that name. I mentioned him last time. He's sitting in solitary for several decades. Why? Because he wanted to protect the Jewish state to make sure they knew what weapons Iraq had and didn't have. And they wanted to give him the death penalty, which is very rare in America, especially for spying for a friendly state. They wanted to kill him. Casper Weinberger wanted to kill him. But they're never letting him, they're letting him out. So I know I'm a Pesach learner. Does that name mean anything to anyone here? Huh? 
This one is one of the heads of the OU. So he goes every week to visit him. So I was at a convention once. We sat at the same table. If you have a picture of this man, Israel takes on a different meaning. There's someone to picture. My Rebbe Zechariah Levrocha said, if you have to teach the Holocaust, teach individuals. Something happened to an individual. Don't teach six million people were killed, one million children were murdered. It doesn't, what, I, I don't have a picture. I'm one person, I'm not, I'm not a million. It's a terrible thing, but it doesn't touch me as much. Intellectually, I understand it's a tragedy. But if you read the diary of Anna Frank, sell who knows how many hundreds of thousands of copies, it's about one person. I'm a person, I can relate to that. So to use the Kayach So I'm eating on something now, a little piece, on how to have a recurs, which is mostly intellect, yes, but to add on to it a little bit of regish also. And that's only through a picture. Now, he says it, maybe I'll copy it for you, one of them you do have. Yeah. It says, the Koyach of Tzir touches us. Those of you who have learned Rav Desla and Chayla Galef, the Kuntas HaChesed. My Rebbe Zechernavocha held that it was a key to a happy life. You learn, especially the first few chapters of Kuntras HaChesed, again and again and again, he talks about givers and takers. So he brings in one of the later prokim about he was in the far north. Maybe he was in Kelm, I don't know. Kelm's pretty far north. And he saw a pack of wolves. Hi, many ever see this? He saw a pack of wolves. And it was a dead animal. And these wolves were, oh, they were hungry. And they fought amongst themselves. Who's going to get to eat this, this uh, dead animal? And it was terrible fighting. Finally, one wolf emerged victorious. And he was bleeding, limping. The other ones who they were like, out! Yeah? Alive, not alive, but they were here. Finally vanquished, vanquished all of them. And he, that Pasek now has a different meaning. What it means, what that wolf paid in order to be able to eat that. How many wounds, how many pains. It's a picture. That's why a story is so important. Stories are very important because they're a picture. Misholim. Chochma is in the Koyach to giving a mashal. Right? I may have 300 Mishle Shualim. 300 Misholim on, on weasels. What's the power of a mashal? It's a picture. You envision the 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 Tortoise and the hare. Am I not familiar with that? Yeah? So imagine the turtle 
But yeah, the tortoise, you know, limping down this road, going very slowly, and the his bunny rabbit running He's oh, way ahead of him, I can go to sleep. Yeah? And he goes to sleep. And this turtle eventually catches him. It's a picture. It's a little bit, it's a picture. So the 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 exercise is preferably the same bracha you've been doing until now. Yeah? To add a picture in your mind. Of what this looks like. There's some brachas that's easier to do it in, <coughs> some brachas that is harder. Sim Shalim, a picture of Rosh Hashivah, sitting under a tree for 9, 10, 11 hours in the mountains, just learning. So, do you need anything? Do you want anything? Hasn't anything. That's Shalom. You have Shalom? The ride back from New York cost a lot of money. I had four hours of sleep. And trying to prepare Shiram. It's dark, it's quiet. It's amazing. Yeah? So it cost uh, another twelve, thirteen hundred dollars that direction. Understand? It's amazing. Let's have a picture. Yeah? Have a picture. I wasn't hungry. You don't need if you're not hungry. If you're never hungry, doctor. So I told the steward, I don't want to eat now. Maybe four or five hours you'll heat it up for me. No problem. Actually, they do lobotomies on them, you know. It's not, worth, it's not worth the money unless you have to come back to yeshiva and be awake. Then four, four hours of sleep. So I suppose that's $400 an hour. But I tell the people, I'm sorry. I can't go and come back a wreck. I'm sorry, I can't. More than four hours you can't sleep because I'll see my chakras. That's the way it is. So that's that's um, uh, in, in the in the ability to focus. So we talk about um, we talk about the the focus of not just the intellect, which is the most obvious, and we need to talk about it more. But in tefillah, which is what we're dealing with now, that bracha that you want to decide to focus on the macro beforehand, you had a picture and feel something. That's tefillah. Then you, then that bracha is different. That bracha is different. That rufa'enu is different. That rufa'enu, you know people who are poor, poverty-stricken, people don't have money. People have to think about, can I buy this or not? And we're not talking about, you know, uh, a Jaguar, yeah. which I heard, by the way, is not a very good car. That's what I was told. I don't know anything about the cars. A very good car you buy, Rolls-Royce. That's a good car. What? I know somebody's a wealthy stockbroker. Now we're just relaxing for a minute. He's a stockbroker. He had very wealthy clients. So one of them bought a new Rolls Royce. And the axle broke. 
Okay. It's a drop fast. Okay, good. So now we're, oh, we're three minutes or four minutes ahead instead of five. Good. I have an appointment with someone in New York at a quarter to. But that's okay. I'm focused right now over here. I just have this thing of not keeping you longer. Yeah? You know, schmoozing also, you know, two minutes over is enough. That's max. So the axle broke. So he told the company, the axle broke. So they flew a technician to where he was, uh, and he fixed the axle and didn't get a bill. This man obviously is a wealthy man. So he said to, he told Rolls Royce, called him and says, look, you fixed my axle. I had a broken axle. I want to pay. You know what they, what they told him? Axles don't break on Rolls Royces. Didn't happen. <laughs> Oh, you should build yourselves a life. That axles don't break on them. It's wonderful to be back. Ah, Thank you.